Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by Coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Good morning, West Georgia. Welcome into the Morning Five podcast. Today is Monday, March 6th. And as always, it is brought to you by the Perrion Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey. Life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Billy, today is National Oreo Cookie Day. Let's go. How appropriate. We are the Oreo. We are the Oreo. I thought, thought that was a very appropriate uh, food day coming off the weekend. Yeah, let's let's go. Um, hashtag we are the Oreo. How do you like to, how do you like to eat your Oreos, Billy? Uh, obviously with milk, and you have to dip it in milk. Obviously, right? Right. Okay, I'm with you. Um, I'm I'm one of those people that that dips the Oreo in the milk until it's like starting Stoggy. to get soggy and yes. then eating it. <laughs> that if you do that, you lose like half the cookie. But once you're done eating the Oreos, you have a nice little surprise at the bottom of the milk glass. Yeah, it's like chunky chocolate milk. Right, right. I, I always I always get a headache when I see people like take the cookie apart and eat the cream in the middle and then eat the two wafers in the end. Like for some reason, that just triggers me. No, I can't do that. No. Yeah, not a fan of that. Not a fan of that. Uh, Billy also not a fan of the Hawks going one on the one this weekend. Uh, they they looked great against the Trailblazers on Friday night. Starched them. DJ did amazing. One of the best games, uh, probably the best game Dejounte Murray has had with the Hawks so far this year. They beat the Trailblazers one twenty nine to one eleven on Friday night. Dejounte Murray, 41 points, six assists, and five rebounds. Have a game, young man. Please. Yeah, have have a couple more of those, please. Because yeah. that, that's exactly what you need. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for that, man. You give me a couple more of those games this year in the regular season, and I, I'm already a huge Dejounte Murray fan. You give me a couple more games like that, and I'll be an even bigger Dejounte Murray fan. I think one of the keys was really doing a good job on Dame Lillard. I mean, he only had 33 points. Dame's going to get numbers like that. Dame is Dame. Um, you know, but holding him to 5 through 11 from the three-point wasn't terrible. 10 for 21 from the field. Uh, only had 33 points. I think that was one of the keys to victory, honestly, for the Hawks, was don't let Dame go for 60-plus, which he's obviously capable of doing. Obviously, yeah. But they looked phenomenal. It looked like they also couldn't they couldn't miss. Um, the offense was Friday night and it was it was beautiful to see honestly I mean you'd love to see that then then you have nights like what happened on Saturday and that looked just terrible that was it's funny because we saw DeJounte Murray play what is, I don't think it's even arguably his best game he's played with Atlanta. I think that is his best game he's played with the Hawks. And we flip it over to Saturday, man, and it, it, it was just terrible. Uh, uh, one, one, 117 to 109 loss to the Heat. And trust me, folks, that game, when you just look at the box score, 
sounds a lot closer than it really is. That game was not close for just about the entirety of the second half. Um, they came out and, and starched us in the second quarter, and I mean, it was one of those times where they came out and threw a haymaker, and we couldn't ever recover. Um, I mean, Trey had one of his worst games I've ever seen Trey have in a Hawks uniform. I, just terrible. Two for 13 from the field, 0 for 5 from 3, had 8 points. Uh, I mean, he did have 10 assists, which was nice to see, but 8 points from Trey. He just – he. He couldn't buy a shot. Two for 13. He could not buy a bucket. Yeah, and I watched, I watched. I think, the second half of this. And it, when I turned it on, we were down by 21 or 22. Made and a run there for a second. Got it down to five. And I was like, okay, here we go. And then he just basically stepped on our throat within final three minutes, I think, um, and, and just separated themselves again. And it just didn't look great. But uh, a game that was, or excuse me, a player that I was really impressed with this week, or this this game was Sadiq Bay. Sadiq Bay looked phenomenal. He played looked really bad. well. He didn't. He couldn't miss. Um, he he had twenty two off the bench. His best his best game by far as a hawk, um, in my opinion. So. Yeah, no, you're, you're spot on. Sadiq Bay looked great off the bench. We just had no answer for Bam Adebayo or Tyler Hero in the fourth quarter. Like we did, when 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 the Heat needed shots, Adebayo or Hero was right there to knock down shots or have an alley oop dunk or a layup or something like that. So it was, uh, I don't know. It's frustrating because the Heat are right above us in the standings. You know what I mean? They're 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 a game and a half above us, and I think that's the most frustrating part is when you lose to teams that are right there within our grasp. So uh, still in eighth right now, uh, still four games out in the lost column of a playoff position. We're still in the eight position. So folks, essentially the seven, eight spot is a double elimination spot. Nine, 10 is a single elimination spot. So right now, if the season ended and if we beat the heat, I believe we would play the 76ers. But if we lost to the heat, and we had to go into the single elimination game, essentially against the Raptors and the Wizards, we would play the Bucks. Um, so really want to move up, try to get in that playoff position. I would love to be able to get to a to that five spot, which is going to be very, very tough to do. We're six games back of that five spot, um, and, and that would put us up against the Cavaliers. So it's, it's a tough road ahead, man, but I would love to see us kind of slither into the playoff position before the season's over yeah we we definitely need to do that and start that starts tonight against the heat um and uh, hopefully we can have a better night defensively against the heat than we did on saturday night because that was just not awful no granted yeah. it was also a back-to-back um i mean those happen but it, maybe a night in south beach gave them a little bit of rest and we're just able to move forward yeah eight points from trey young can't have it can't have a performance Ooh. like that not not in, not in down the stretch in a game this this close uh the braves go two and two on the weekend they fall friday night 11 to 8 to the astros uh adrianza with three rbis hilliard with two rbis and wall of one rbi bryce elder though with a nice outing pitched three innings three k's no earned runs honestly it's starting pitching over the weekend we went two and two uh, the starting pitching in all four games looked very, very good, which is uh, this early in spring training is insanely encourageable. Um, 
you know, usually your pitchers don't hit their stride until, I don't know, week and a half, two weeks before the season starts. But I feel like we're only a couple of games in the spring training and our starting pitching. And honestly, our lineup looks like they're about in midseason form. Uh, the Braves beat the Orioles 3-2 on Saturday. They had a split squad uh, scrimmage, or not scrimmage, but it's split squad games on Saturday. Braves beat Orioles 3-2. Rosario, Harris, and Adrianza all with one RBI. Spencer Strider, three innings pitched, three Ks, no earned runs. So right now, we're up to six innings pitched, six Ks, and no earned runs from our starters from Friday and the first game on Saturday. And guess what? It continued against the Twins on Saturday because the Braves beat the Twins Seven to five. Olsen, who has has had on the weekend, had three home runs. Uh, so he looks like he's ready to start the season as well. Oh, Austin Riley and uh, Olsen combined for two RBIs uh, apiece against the Twins. Acuna, Murphy, and Hilliard all added in an RBI as well. Max Freed, three innings pitched, no earned runs, five Ks. So right now, if you're adding at home, that's 11 Ks over nine innings and no earned runs from our starting pitchers between Friday and both Saturday games. Sunday, uh, we did allow a run from our starting pitcher. Morton went two and two-thirds, gave up uh, only one earned run and and two Ks. Olsen had three RBIs against the Yankees. Unfortunately, the Braves fell 10 to six on Sunday. Riley with two RBIs and Bunnell with one RBI as well. So uh, a lot of positives to be taken away from this weekend series against the Astros, Orioles, Twins, and Yankees. I know the record is going to be two and two, but there are so many positives once you dig into these games to take away from the weekend series. No doubt. And something that I, I saw a video last night uh, from uh, Brian Snicker talking about the starting pitching. And he said that, you know, they had 11 different starting pitchers last year and so basically told all of his starters and all of his pitchers and catchers um, day one at camp. said, look, we're going to use you. Um, it's going to happen. You know, it's not going to be just five people that will will come out of camp and that's it. That's all we're going to use. We're, we're going to use you. You know, some days we may need to give somebody a, an extra day of rest, so we're going to have to bring somebody up. So this is, if you look at it and look at the weekend, seeing Bryce Elder with three innings pitched, no runs, is, is good to see. Seeing Charlie two and two-thirds with giving up a run, that's fine with me. Max Freed, Strider looking just utterly dominant. Is in their previous game they they gave up nothing too. So you know that's exactly what you want to see. You want to see your pitchers come out there and dominate. I, I'm perfectly fine with this. Um, and it seen Max uh, or Matt Olson come out and just rake right now. Yes, freaking please. If we can get the I don't think we got the Matt Olson that I I wanted to see in Atlanta. I, if we can get the Matt Olson that I kind of expected to see in Atlanta this year, oh, he could have an MVP type season. So, yeah, and I'm I'm with you, Billy. I think that might be a little greedy of us, but it is what it is. Honestly, in in my opinion, I don't think we saw peak Matt Olson last year. I, I don't think we saw what Matt Olson is going to accomplish in Atlanta this year, last year. Um, I, he played very well. Uh, it wasn't like he didn't have a good season. Yeah, I think he had a very successful season, but I don't think we saw what he's capable of. And I don't think we saw what his potential is this season for Matt Olson should be, should be an absolute barn burner. And we are, we're 24 days away from opening day. We, we opened the season on the road in Washington, Washington, 
on Thursday, the last day of, of March 30th at 1.05. So 20-something days away from from the opener and uh, just no injuries. Get out of spring training with no injuries. That's the only thing I ask. Yeah, and I think Rosario and uh, Acuna are already heading to their appropriate camps for the World Baseball Classic. So Nice. Sweet. Cool. Awesome. So good luck to both of those young men on their World Baseball Classic. Uh, also, speaking of draws, I mean, the Hawks split the weekend one and one. Braves split the weekend two and two. Uh, Atlanta United didn't split the weekend because they only had one game, but they did draw in the one game. One to one against Toronto FC. Uh, just some just some crazy stats here right off the bat. Shots were sixteen to four Atlanta. Shots on target six to three Atlanta. Possession was sixty seven thirty three Atlanta. Key passes were thirteen to four Atlanta. Expected goals were point eight nine to point thirty nine with Atlanta being in the advantage of that. Uh, but four points in two matches is tied for the second best start in Atlanta United club history billy i think you watched most of this game what were some of your takeaways from it well the possession um honestly atlanta united held possession for a long time and it was it looked like it was just only going to be a matter of time before something good was going to happen and unfortunately the you know toronto scored first i didn't like seeing that um i I don't know like I'm not going to say Guzan was out of place, but Guzan did not look in a good spot on that goal. Um, and, and granted, I am not a soccer aficionado, um, so I, I don't know. But it just, he looked just completely out of place for me. Uh, I, I don't i don't know, honestly, if there's a keeper in soccer right now that could have saved that goal. To be to be completely honest with you, I, I seriously don't know if there's a keeper that could have saved that. And that's fair. And it, Yeah. I was... Like I said, I'm not that big. I'm still learning. Um, and but I did watch the entire game. Um, beautiful, beautiful shots. I um, oh God, who was it that's scored for us? It was um twenty. Um, was it a Hoseto? It was Hoseto, <sighs> wasn't it? Yes. Yes. Yeah, it was Matt, uh, Mateus Hoseto. Yeah, he's phenomenal. Um, honestly, the the Greek god came in and looked really good. Um, gave gave them um, in the second half. I mean, it it is what it is, man. It's a draw, like against a team that I think we were better than, honestly, and I think we played better than. And it just we just didn't put it into the back of the net more than. That's that's the bottom line. Yeah, I know a lot of people are going to compare yeah, this thought- uh, this game to last year's performances and a lot of the games where we dominate possession and we have nothing to show for it. This felt different to me, I, and I can't put my finger on why it felt different, but this this squad feels different to me. Uh, Joseto with the goal, Almada and Arujo weren't as dominant in this game as they were in the first game, but they still both played very, very well. Sean Johnson... For the keeper for Toronto FC, some of the saves he made were absolutely absurd. Like, he had no reason making some of the saves that he did. And he's from Georgia. I really wish uh, Atlanta United could have gotten him. I love the link that Wiley and Gutman are having on the left side there in the second half. I I thought they provided a lot of phenomenal balls in. Um, You know, there's a a lot of positives to come out of this game with. I think uh, Etienne Jr., when he came in, I would rather see him start 
and then bring Caleb Wiley in for, uh, you know, maybe a substitution in the second half. I, I like what Etienne brings, and I think he'd be a big positive to start the game off with. Uh, Gugliaco Makalas uh, did come in, looked really good. Excited to see what he can bring to the squad when he starts and has a full week of training. And we get Sota, we get Sosa back, I believe, either this week or next week. Um, he comes off suspension, so that's good. The defense looked okay um, at times, had a little cracks in it, but overall, I, I think they look fine. Uh, some more positives to come, you know, just out of the first two matches. Atlanta United leads the league in shots, key passes, chances created, passing accuracy, forward passing accuracy, and long ball accuracy. Tiago Almada leads the league in shots and accurate forward passes. Luis Arujo and Almada lead the league in successful dribbles. Franco Abara leads the league in tackles one. And in the second in second in the league in duels and accurate passes. And Brad Guzan leads the league's goalkeepers in passing accuracy. Billy, at one point in the game, we were over half an hour in. And I believe Atlanta United's passing accuracy was like a 91 or a 92%. Yeah, it was 90%. It was unreal. Um, the other thing is that you don't think anybody could have, any goal could have stopped the goal for Toronto hit. I don't think anybody could have stopped the one that Hosetta had, too. Um, that was a deflection off of two different Toronto players. That just Billy, do you I know, do you know who that? Do you know who the deflection was off of? It was off of two of them. Oh, uh, it was off yeah. of uh, Bradley. Is it? <laughs> yes, it was Michael Bradley. I hate that guy. I hate him so much. Him and Josie out the door. I'll never forgive them for their performance down in Trinidad and Tobago. The worst yeah, human beings uh, alive. Horrible Americans. And he talked about their keeper. Their keeper was phenomenal. Phenomenal. And that was the bad yep. thing. Like, you talk the amount of shots that we had, he was on it. And there was just, they talked about it yep. on the broadcast. The amount of clean sheets that this guy is given that he had like over 27 clean sheets last year or something like that and I think uh, Toronto's team had five total or something like that and it's just unreal <laughs> so yeah he's he was a monster uh, with the draw though Atlanta United does move up from sixth to fourth now in the standings uh, so if the playoffs started right now after two games we would host a playoff game I think I don't uh, the new playoffs format has me all screwed up but uh yeah two only two points off the lead so you know it is what it is you, you take a point from home you, you really would have liked that three points there i think we were good enough to earn three points uh but it's a long season so we'll see what the uh we'll see what the rest of the season holds for us all right let's get to the marine south scoreboard from friday night baseball i don't think we got anything in uh there was no nah, i think they were all uh, Mount Zion versus Osborne was supposed to have a doubleheader. There was no score either that we could find. Uh, it was either split or moved to Saturday. On in soccer, Central versus Douglas County. Again, we can't find a score on this. I'm not sure if it they played or or what. But, um, yeah, almost all rock. extracurricular activities were canceled on Friday. It seems like right. Carrollson Lacrosse beat North Cobb 14. That's a big, another big win for Zach Gordon and company out, out there in Carrollson. On Saturday night, or Saturday afternoon, uh, Mount Zion falls to Lake Oconee. Bryce, you had a great call on this. 
it's just it sucks from outside man it really does you hate to it does see man them. they 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 couldn't get anything to fall sort of the same thing that we saw a couple weeks ago they were getting open shots they were getting good high percentage shots just couldn't make anything to fall um lake oconee didn't do anything special they were just a very solid very well coached very well disciplined um private school team so it was they're nothing to hang your head about for mount zion they they accomplished some stuff that'll hang in the rafters for years to come out there in the uh, mount zion coliseum and in baseball on saturday her county fell to commerce 19-8 carrollton beat olympia and then fell to lambert uh they beat olympia eight to seven lost to lambert five to nothing and then carrollton split with mount pesca 12 to three they won and then lost six to four games and events calendar baseball today should be able to get off i think i don't think we have any weather today i haven't checked the weather nah, it's supposed to be supposed to be a little chilly but i think we're going to be good today uh let me see i think the high is going to be um a little bit cooler high is uh oh no high is 78 today with no precipitation and sun so should be a beautiful day for some baseball and some lacrosse Villarica is on the road at Tri-Cities at 555. Temple on the road at Landmark Christian at 530. Bremen is hosting South Paulding at 555. Cranburn at Bowden at 530. And then Central is at Cass at 555. In Boys Lacrosse, Carrollton will host Northgate uh, at 630. And that is your Smith's Floor Coverings Games and Events calendar. Billy, you ready for another cup of coffee? I need one, bud so bad let's go let's let's do it man another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor hannah strawn with robert goolsby real estate group no timetable for john morant's return to the grizzlies billy this has been an absolute you know what show with john morant out there and the grizzlies and all of his social media gunslinging instagram live posts yeah it's just what are you doing dude what are you doing this is ridiculous just throwing away a career that's what he's doing what he's doing it sucks yeah talented young man just making the wrong decisions off the basketball court uh luka Doncic and devin booker exchange words as the suns top the mavs in a very heated basketball game i hope these two teams meet in the playoffs because it was uh it was pretty fun to watch just a regular season game yeah that's uh, i love i'm starting to see a little bit more fire out of luka getting chesty a bit isn't he he's doing this a little bit more like you're starting to see this a little bit more out of him i kind of like it not gonna lie Kyrie rubbing off on anything <laughs> that's a possibility <laughs> uh number one south carolina wins their seventh sec tournament in the past nine years and complete a 32 and 0 season to head into the women's uh march madness bracket that's unreal my opinion that's nuts 32 and yeah out. wow absolutely insane and some other teams that had some success yesterday uh kennesaw state won their region and they will move on to the bracket as well they're going to be in march madness and university of west georgia made it their conference championship they unfortunately lost by two points but they also made it into divisions two version of the ncaa bracket yep and we'll be keeping up with both of those yeah, I'm excited. That was a exciting game uh, for UW out there with that two. I know they lost by two, but it was very exciting down to the wire. Yeah, it sucks that they lost. Uh, 
the same time, you know, you're in the tournament now. Let's see what you can do. Make some noise. Texas Tech coach Mark Adams suspended for racially insensitive comments. Billy, did you see the comments he made out there? Is it one of those things that I'm going to have to read off of off the air so I don't we don't have to get in trouble? No, it's not. It 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 no, it doesn't have any words like that. And it. it's just it's just stupid. He referenced a Bible verse about workers, teachers, parents, and slaves serving their masters. Like what? What the hell are you talking about, man? What? Are you serious? I'm I, yeah. I'm I'm dead serious, dude. I like. In what world is that okay? Where are you living, man? Like, Jeez. I, yeah, he, he he came out and said that uh, his comments were inappropriate, unacceptable, and racially insensitive. Well, you no, think? Jesus, <laughs> just stupid. Just I, you know, it's that old mall rats thing. You know, here's the pulse, and here's your finger. You know, shoved where you know where far from the pulse, like. Yeah. It's just stupid, dude. Just absolute moron. Uh, Billy, and today in 1982, the NBA highest scoring game ever, San Antonio beat Milwaukee 171 to 166 in three overtime. Shoot, that just sounds like a normal regular season game now. Well, no, that sound. you know what that sounds like? That sounds like an all-star game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it sure does. You got anything else for today, man? Uh, let's get out of here on a on a Monday. Let's get out of here. It's a Monday. Start your week off right. Beautiful weather tonight. Get out and support some of these baseball games going around in the area. For Billy Lindell, I am Bryce Sparling. We will see you all tomorrow. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors. Just shake them. Shake your neighbors.